Welcome to the Case by Case Basis Podcast. We don't always agree with black people or white people, Democrats, Republicans, conservatives, liberals, gay, straight. We just take the information that we have been given, look at it, evaluate it, make a decision on how we feel about it on a case by case basis because that's what we think everyone should do. Look, a lot of times I don't get political on this podcast. Well, yeah, I do. <laughs> who am I fooling? People who have been listening, they know that's not true. But anyway, Here's something that I really, really, really feel strongly about. And that's healthcare. Healthcare in this country with the insurance companies is atrocious. It's terrible. I I believe that doctors don't even make decisions as to what how they should treat you, how they should diagnose you, and if they do diagnose you. They, 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 they come up with a diagnosis. They have to try to fit their medical advice with what the insurance company is going to pay for. And it's ridiculous. You are playing with people's lives. I just went to the doctor earlier this month. And okay, I went to the doctor, got checked out. They said I didn't have COVID. They said I didn't have the flu. They said, you know, I had a bad cold or maybe, uh, you know, a respiratory issue or whatever. Now, I go in, I pay my copay. They say, okay, fine. Three weeks down the line, we get another bill. I don't know what's going to happen six months down the line. I don't know. Because that's happened to me before, too. A few years back. I uh, I broke one of my toes or two of my toes or whatever. I go to the doctor. Six months down the line, we get another bill. All of a sudden, eight months down the line, we get another bill. Because this person has to get it. This person has to get paid. When you go to the hospital, okay, the anesthesiologist bill is not a part of the what, what, what whoever bill. And it's ridiculous. Now, these are little ticky-tack bills to us. You know, $300 here, $400. What about the people that are making $15 an hour? And they are literally living check to check. And they have insurance. And they go and they plop their insurance card down on the desk and say, here, here's my insurance. And all of a sudden, they're getting bills for $250. Now, they have to choose between eating or, 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 or paying this medical bill. And people may say, oh, you're being dramatic. No, I'm not being dramatic. They want to get these. This is a person that wants to pay their bills. And they're making choices now. Because you couldn't tell them exactly what they owed when they left that desk. What is going on with the billing system in, 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 in healthcare in this country right now? I've been screaming for universal healthcare for 30 years now. The government should be taking care of our health care, period. But we, but I understand the other side, too. Do you really want the government taking care of your health care? All of the corruption that goes on in, in, in our government right now, people up there just looking out for the person next to them. Not, no one even thinks about their constituency anymore. It's ridiculous. We have to go through this every single time. And like I said, I'm in a better situation than most. I can just pay the $300, $200 here. But it's just annoying to me, but it can be life-changing for someone else. 
It's ridiculous. You go to the doctor, whoever's in there should be paid at once. This is frustrating. And I know, I know when I was in my 40s, I went and I tried to get a colonoscopy done because I saw blood in my stool. I'm going to be straight with you guys. They told me, oh, you don't need a colonoscopy until you're 50. I'm telling the doctor, hey, I have blood in my stool. Oh, no, you don't need a colonoscopy until you're 50. Come to find out, I wait till I'm 50. They say, yes, you had polyps. We didn't know. It, at the time when they told me, they said, oh, don't worry about it. It's benign. No. Suppose it wasn't. Suppose it was malignant. And I would have just had to, because doctors were telling me, hey, you don't need it till you're 50. Like colon cancer is going to say, well, you know, I'm not going to strike until you're 50. People are dying from things that could be, that from preventable things because they don't have a lot of money. It's ridiculous. I'm lucky. That yes, I had those things in me and they were malignant and, and they, they were benign. But suppose it wasn't. We really have to do something about the medical, uh, about the healthcare situation in this country. People are dying every day from preventable things, every single day. And they're going to the doctors. And they're expecting these people who, with all this education and all this training, to give them the truth based on what they see, not based on what they're going to be paid for. I think we need to change. We need to change how doctors are paid. I'm sorry. Just go ahead and say it. You need to be paid on how many patients you make well. If a patient comes to you and they're sick and they need to be sent a survey. And if they give you a bad survey, you don't get paid or you don't get paid as much. How about that? Take the insurance companies out of it. And I know they're never going to do that because that's billions and billions. of These are multi-billion dollar country um, countries. It may as well be countries. Multi-billion dollar companies that have lobbyists that can go up there and line the pockets of these Uh, Politicians, I know how it works. But it's a shame that we've gotten to this point. People want to call it socialism. Why? Because people want to live? People don't want to be in fear of losing their lives because they don't have money? And and like I said, I'm not talking uh, from the standpoint of a person who doesn't have money? I don't have a lot of money. I'm not a millionaire. I'm, I'm, I'm not all oh, in the upper middle class or whatever like that. But I do have enough money that I can just pay these little ticky tack bills that come to me. But most of a lot of people cannot. And they're dying because of it. This is something that really we, we really need to get our get, get, get on our politicians about. And I don't want any people come and say, well, well, this is more important. No, this is my issue. This is why I vote. When I go and I go and I vote, I don't vote for whatever class or or, 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 or whatever 
uh, uh, group that I belong to. No, I, I vote my situation. I'm sorry. If you guys don't like that, tough. I vote my situation. I'm a, I, I'm a suburbanite who's sick and tired of receiving ticky tack bills from these hospitals because insurance companies, go, they, they, they decide what they want to pay for and what they don't want to pay for. You go to the doctor, you should be able to go to the doctor. The doctor should be able to give you a bill right there. You pay it, you leave, you're done. You should be able to go to your doctor and and, and they shouldn't have to worry about, well, am I going to get paid for this or am I going to get paid for that? Maybe I shouldn't do this test. Maybe I should do that test. Maybe I should. Magic Johnson and and, and, and all the, I, sh- I, 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 I shouldn't even mention him. Rich people should not get a better uh, uh, evaluation than, than, than me because they have more money than I do. Well, you know, that test costs a lot of money. Well, you know what? Somebody should pay for it then. Because my life is just as important as theirs. But I, And I know it's not seen that way in this country because we live in a capitalist country. We live in a capitalist country where the rich is going to get, get treated better. And that, that's what I'm fighting against. That's what I'm saying. It shouldn't be that way. And we should be doing everything in our power not to, to, to make it not that way. Because it's more of us than it is, than it is of them. They're called the 1% for a reason. And then you have people that are making four and five and six hundred thousand dollars a year, and they think that they're, that they're in a better position. No, you are one hospital stay away from bankruptcy. These hospital bills—if you stay, if you find yourself where you have to be in the hospital for three or four months—that could cost you four, five, six hundred thousand dollars, easy. And insurance companies are making decisions on what you get and what you don't get. What medications you get or what medications you don't get. It's ridiculous. And is it what evidence do you have? You know what? I don't need evidence. I, I, I know what's going on. It's ridiculous. Something needs to be done about that. And please, 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 you go to whoever works for the hospital. We should just be paying the hospital. Let the hospital divvy up whoever gets what. If you have an anesthesiologist, well, I don't technically how to work for the hospital. Well, God damn it. You need to find out how do you get paid from the hospital. The hospital needs to pay, charge us everything that needs to be charged when we walk through those doors. And you need to get your money from them and don't come back to me later. ridiculous anyway podcast can be found on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, as well as spotify please give me five stars on apple Podcasts, as well as share like follow and please there are three different subscription levels on uh, spotify if you guys want to help out the show uh i thank you guys for listening please stay tuned for the what's on my segment of the show thanks Stay tuned for the What's On My Mind segment of the show where I give commentary on sports, politics, religion, or whatever happens to be on my mind at the time. I thank you guys for listening and stay tuned. Okay, what's on my mind? Look, I am sick of a lot of, I'm just going to go ahead and say it, a, a lot of white people. Constantly, this constantly uh, complaining 
about discrimination. Hiring discrimination or discrimination for this or discrimination for that. Look, y'all still have a huge advantage in this country. Will will, will you stop it already? And you know, it's not going to stop. It's not going to stop because you have uh, entities like Fox News and, uh, you know, these these conservative uh, programs and these conservative outlets and platforms that's constantly telling them you're being discriminated against because that black guy has your job. That Asian person has your has your spot in in, 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 in that college or something like that. But look. When you look at these institutions, it is still overwhelmingly white. So how was discrimination really, really hurting you? And, and, and it goes back to a, a, a an episode that I did a long time ago. Why is it that anytime someone doesn't get what they want, whether it be at Harvard or whether it be a certain job or a certain promotion, they always blame the, the 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 black person, or the or, or you know, I'm not even gonna say the Asian person. Because the Asian people, they were they were looking at at these Ivy League schools and saying, you know what? If I don't get in, it's because that black guy has my spot. No, maybe you just didn't get in, or maybe some legacy student took your to, took your spot. Look, anytime. I'm just going to say anytime a black person advances through a company, let's just say it was because of because of affirmative action. They're not just putting them there because of affirmative action or or her there because of affirmative action. They're qualified. They are qualified to, to have that position or else they wouldn't have it. Mark Cuban is coming under fire right now because he's he defends diversity, equity and inclusion policies in, in, in his own companies. These are his companies. And now people want to sue him for discrimination. <coughs> Excuse me. I mean, it's, it, it's it, if, if you read the article, a federal official has expanded on exactly why billionaire investor Mark Cuban may be in legal violation of hiring discrimination based on race or gender with Fox Business. Really? He's trying to defend having a diverse all the having a, 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 a diverse company. Employees made up of, 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 of a diversion of, of, of backgrounds, cultures, race, sex, gender, whatever you want to call it. Okay. What is wrong with that? I mean, this person says the law is crystal clear. There's no legitimate business reason that justifies discrimination based on race or sex. Mr. Cuban, Mr. Cuban is conflating the idea that someone's race and sex can be part of the complete package. Equal opportunity, equal employment opportunity commissioner official Andrew Lucas told Fox Business Lydia Hugh. I don't understand what that is. Okay. Basically, what she was saying was that he's conflating the idea that someone's race and sex can be part of the complete package, but not the whole package. And you know what? You know what Mark Cuban did wrong? 
He said it out loud. But this is what happens. I, I, I guess this is what happens. Once you become a billionaire, your filter goes away. Because you are so comfortable in that part of your life, the financial part of your life, that people want to come at you and say, well, you know what? Well, we're going to make you uncomfortable in, 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 in the world of uh, social media platforms or anything like that. It's like, look, I go home to my comfortable life and I'm good. I still ride private jets. I still go uh, to the finest restaurants. I still go home to a, 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 a comfortable living. I never have to drive. I have people who drive me around. So I'm going to say what I want to say. I'm going to run my companies the way I want to run, 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 run my companies. And, 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 and see people act like that. Look, white people didn't have this huge head start in this country. Black people have been getting what? Uh, certain jobs. But for the past 50, 60 years, the country's been in existence for over 200 years. For the first 150 for our first 150 years, there, I mean, a, a lot, we weren't even allowed to own land. We were getting, uh, even if, if, if we got fertile land as farmers, they, they, they were using eminent domain to take it away from us. And now you guys feel a little pinch of, you know what? Okay, we're going to give this, this, this black person, uh, or, or this woman a, a, an opportunity to do this job that's been, uh, you know, it's been for, for, for white men for so long, and we're gonna let this black guy or this what this woman do it. It's oh my god, discrimination! Oh no, 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 you can't do that. Y'all been discriminating for years. We look at the NFL right now. Eric Bieniemy, and I'm gonna say it right now. He's not getting a head coaching job. He's not getting it. They've been look. They've been campaigning for this guy to get to get a head coaching job for what five or six years now. It hasn't happened. It ain't gonna happen. And you know what they're gonna point to the fact that Raheem Morris just got hired in uh, in Atlanta. That's what they're gonna point to. Well, they said, well, you know, it's because of his race. Well, Raheem Morris got the job in Atlanta, so I mean that goes out the window. I'm looking up the, the 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 name right now of the New England uh, Patriots uh, head coach. He just got a job. He just took over for uh, for Bill Belichick. So they're gonna point to that. Gerard Mayo. He just got a job. So if Eric Bieniemy doesn't get a job in, in, in this in this cycle, and his name is not even being mentioned, it's probably not going to happen. He's going to go away of Sherman Lewis. They were campaigning all. Uh, I mean, in the mid '90s. Oh my God, Sher- uh, Sherman Lewis should get the job. Sherman Lewis should get the job. He never got the job. Never got the head coaching job. So he's done. Well, he's in his 80s now, so they're not going to. I don't think Eric Bieniemy is ever going to get it unless he gets promoted to the watch because the Washington Commanders job is still open. But when you listen and, and, and you, you, you can kind of tell who's going to get these jobs because you listen to all these sports shows and they usually say who's being uh, interviewed and things like that. 
who has the inside track on the job. His name's not being mentioned. But I, I but my original point was for a long time, head coaching positions, whether it be in baseball, basketball, football, was only for white men. That's it. We still haven't had a woman be a head coach in the NBA yet. And look, and guys, I, I know y'all want to say, well, you know, what are you talking about trying to get women? Look, there are some women who know the game of basketball better than a lot of men. They can coach. They ain't gonna be, they're not gonna be able to play because they're not big enough and they're not strong enough to play in the NBA. We get that. But they can coach. Oh yeah. They can tell you where you're supposed to be. They can come up with game plans. Women can do that. And we still haven't had a woman head coach, especially in the NBA. Didn't happen yet. But yet, oh, discrimination. Oh, my God. This diversity, equity, inclusion is is destroying the the country. And oh, my God. All this discrimination. Really? Funny how y'all still got what over. I, 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 look, I hate to give percentages because because I haven't done the research, but I, I, I'm going to do a conservative. Sixty-five to seventy percent of these of these jobs are still held by white men. So okay, a few white men didn't get jobs. I you, you remember? None of us remember because we weren't born yet. When Jackie Robinson broke the color barrier. A lot of white men would say, and I read this in books, every one of those niggers that gets a position is going to be one of your buddies that don't. That's what they used to say. So, I mean, look, okay, you guys are going to have to share the wealth a little bit. Good grief. Is it really, really, really that? Oh, is it really, really that bad that you don't have all of the positions? All of them? You can't give up, what, 20% of them? How many blackhead coaches are in, are in the NFL right now? What, what Mike Tomlin, Gerard Mayo? Oh, oh. And you got the Raheem Morris now? Am I, am I forgetting anybody? What, three, four? All the rest of white men. Oh my God. Too many. Too many. How many women head coaches are there in the NBA? None. None. They didn't start getting referees about 20 years ago. I don't care what none of you guys say. Oh man, you're trying to get these women in there. Look, they know the game. Sorry. I hate to burst I, I hate to bust a lot of you guys' bubble, but they know the game. Better than y'all sitting better than a lot of y'all sitting around behind your computers, uh, you know, doing Monday Monday quarterback. And I just did it on my last episode. I did a lot of money 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 quarterback, and I was talking about Lamar Jackson. But these women know the game, and they should be part of the coaching pool. I like the fact that Raheem Morris got the, got the job in Atlanta because guess what? Now he was in those circles. That's what it seemed like happened. He was in the circles now. You know, people have been talking. In, 
in, in the inner circles. Yo, this guy's good. Yo, we need to we need to, we need to take, take another look at him. Okay. Yeah, it didn't work out for him in Tampa Bay, but yo, we really need to look at him. Again, Aaron Glenn is going to be up for a job. Defensive coordinator for the uh, for the Detroit Lions. I don't know if you're going to get it. But the name that I'm not hearing anymore is Eric Bieniemy. I'm not hearing it. So, I mean, I, I hope I'm wrong. You know, the guy's been the offensive coordinator for, for what? Two Super Bowl uh, winning teams. Head coach, he goes to, to Washington, takes over as offensive coordinator. The head coach gets fired. I don't hear his name coming up. He may not make it. Anyway, that's just one thing that's going on in the news. Let's see what else is going on in the news today, man. I mean, it's a lot of stuff going on. You got Ron DeSantis talking trash. <laughs> he wants Elon Omar deported. Really? Really? I mean, come on, man. She's a citizen. And citizens can't, naturalized citizens can't be deported. Uh, a lot of people don't know that, but they can't. Let's see what it says. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis called Minnesota Representative Ilan Omar to be deported, called for her to be deported from the United States on Tuesday after footage showed Omar delivering a Somali language speech to a gathering of community leaders at a Minneapolis hotel Saturday night where she called herself Somali first and vowed to protect Somali interests, Somalian interests as long as she is a member in the U.S. Congress. How many people, Ron DeSantis, I want you to go to New York right now. And I want you to go to Howard Beach. And you ask some of those guys or ask some of those people in Howard Beach. So what, so what nationality are you? They're going to say Italian. They're three, four generations in. They're going to say Italian. So she's the only one who needs to be deported? Really? Dude, stop with the racism, bro. Y'all don't like her because she's outspoken. Granted, she's a naturalized citizen. She wasn't born here. But if she says she was Somali first, she still loves her home country. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? I'm not trying to deport her. Not for that. You know? I mean, they come here, yeah, you, you, you have more opportunity here in the United States. Okay, that's fine. Come on over. She came over legally. She did what she had to do. She became a citizen. Now she's in Congress. And she's trying to speak up for uh, the situations that's going on in, in our homeland. You wouldn't, have, you wouldn't have this same stance if someone said that about Israel. Well, I'm Israeli first. You wouldn't say anything. Nothing. You wouldn't come close to saying anything. Well, I'm an Israeli first before I'm an American, okay? You're picking and choosing, bro. You're picking and choosing. You're not outraged. You're just talking trash. See what else is in the news right now. 
Oh, Jerry West. <laughs> Jerry West say he doesn't understand why today's players are so friendly. Because <laughs> they're all millionaires, Jerry. <laughs> when you played, <coughs> excuse me, when you played, Jerry, y'all was playing for the money, man. This is in the early 70s, late 60s, early 70s. Look, y'all was trying to get them playoff checks. Because those playoff checks meant something. You weren't trying to be friends, man. You didn't have a guaranteed contract that was going to pay you $70 million over the next five years. You didn't have a minimum salary that was like full $500,000 a year just for being on the team. Y'all was trying to play for something, man. I get it. And you know what? Hey, that's just, that's just what it is. These guys are all millionaires, man. At the end of the game, they probably hugging each other. Say, yo, what restaurant are we going to, man? A word? Okay. Yo, I know this spot, man. Yo, a lot of nice women out there. Oh, word? Okay, yeah. We go, oh, we're going to hit that, definitely. Because they all got money. They all driving over there in their Lamborghinis and Porsches and and and, and, and what was it, Bugattis. And, look, there's some cars I never even heard of, bro, that they probably got. And they're just going to be driving on over there, man. They're all going to meet there, man. They're all going to have a good time. Yeah, they want to win the game. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that it's going to take away from what they do on the court. But once that once that's over, yeah, we friendly because we rich. Ain't nobody trying to, you know, have no animosity at the end of the game. You know, back when you played, look. That guy was taking money out of your pocket by beating you. You didn't make the playoffs, so you didn't get that five, $10,000 bonus because y'all didn't make the playoffs, and that dude is going to get it. Oh, yeah, that's some animosity there. But if we all going to make, if, 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 if right now they make the playoffs, what, are they going to get $200,000? Yeah, but I'm going to get $75 million guaranteed over the next five years. And even the guys who are not making that making that much money, the guys who are 12 men on the bench, I bet you they're not hugging. Because they want that, they, they, they want that extra $7,500,000. Or oh, they probably see their boy from college and say, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, it was what's, what's good, man. But, yo, they want to make the playoffs. They want to make a deep run because they're making four, dollars $500,000, maybe $600,000, and, and that extra playoff money is, is going to be significant to them. But the dudes at the top, good luck. Good luck, Jerry. They're not going to hate each other. Got too much money for that. They're not, please. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. I get it. I get it. I, I get you wanted to go to go back to the to the old days like that. I, I mean, you know, but nah, it ain't gonna happen. It ain't gonna happen. These guys, uh, and plus, you got to realize too, man, that these guys come up. In the same circles, man. I mean, these guys play AAU together. You know, now you got uh, a team from Florida, a high school team from Florida that can play a team from Virginia. You know, these guys have uh, social media pages. They they, 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 they communicate. They, they communicate a lot of times from the time they're eight, nine years old. You guys didn't meet each other a lot of times, so you were probably in college or in the NBA. So you didn't know them. But you know these guys well now. These guys know each other. Yeah, they're gonna be friendly. They're gonna be friendly. I don't care. Shoot, you know, long as they long as they do battle on the court, and they put on a good show, showing that they want to that they want to really beat each other. 
yeah. After that, I don't care if they hug, man. I don't, man. I'm not that old guy who does that, man. Let me get some quotes from Jerry. Let me let me let me see what he was talking about. He said Jerry Jerry West is one of a handful of Hall of Famers who think that today's players are too friendly with each other. The logo, yeah, he is the logo. Feels that his effect that he, that this has affected the quality of the NBA's product since there's less desire for guys to really go after go at each other. Nah, I mean it. But did you know what? Yeah, it has to. You know. Cause it's just like a thing where you know what, yeah, I'm, yeah, 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 I'm gonna take you, I'm gonna take you. But if you don't know this dude, you're gonna let this dude with animosity, and yo, this like I said, this dude is keeping you from getting that extra that that extra check that, that that's gonna be significant to your bank account. But he goes on to say, say, wash your hands with the enemy who wants to kill you. They don't want to kill him. <laughs> that, that's that's exactly what I was just saying. And I didn't even read the quote yet. They don't want to kill each other now. They want to win the game. But they're not trying to they, they, look. They're not trying to take each other's head off because no, oh, the, the the money that they're getting for the playoffs, they want it. But it's not really going to. It, it's not as as significant. It's going to be significant. It's not as significant to their bank accounts as it was back then. So now nah, they, they 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 want to beat them, but they don't want to kill them. They said you should want to kill them first. It's a war. Nah, I thought you couldn't say that anymore because like people who really been to war, they don't want you saying things like that. So, yeah. But let me let me see what else they said. We go down here. It said in the 2021 interview with Fubu with Fubo Sports, West broke down why he thinks the players are so much friendlier to each other in, in this era. Okay. It says the 14 time All Star said that for one, it has a lot to do with social media. I said that earlier. See, I, I didn't read the article. I said I said it. They, these guys know each other on social media. They know each other. And how it has become an avenue for guys to get to know each other, to get to know each other. I said that before I even read it. I was right. Well, oh, you know, not to say that I'm right, but look, he, we agree. Meanwhile, during Jerry's times in the 70s, players weren't aware of each other unless they gave each other a reason for it on the court. There you go. I said it before I even read it. So y'all already know why, why, why it's like this. Y'all already know. <laughs> I mean, why you acting like you're you acting brand new? I mean, Earl Pearl Monroe probably didn't know uh, Joe Frazier. I'm not Joe Frazier, damn. Walt Frazier, Joe. Now, he ain't want to know Joe Frazier. Joe Frazier would have knocked him out. But Walt Frazier, you probably didn't even know Walt Frazier, even though they became teenage, teammates later on. When he was playing for the Bullets and Walt Frazier was playing for the Knicks, they probably had never met each other. Uh, probably, uh, uh, probably didn't even meet each other in, in, in college. They probably didn't meet each other in, in, until the NBA. They didn't know each other. So that yeah, they're going after each other, and 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 like I said, the money, the money, because the money's already there. The money is already there in their contract before they even step on the court. So they're not going to be as angry. So uh, they also the factors of sports agents pushing their clients to be as marketable as possible. That's true, and building network with their peers in the league. Yeah, they, these guys are going to be making commercials together. Yep, this wasn't the case. Back in the day, because there were fewer off-court ventures, media opportunities, and commercials. There you go. Yeah. You know, you can have Jason Tatum making a uh, a Gatorade or a State Farm commercial or whatever commercial with, you know, James Harden. We don't know. I haven't, I haven't seen it, but, yo, yeah, they can do that. Yo, I mean, it, look, it, it's all about money now. These guys are multi-millionaires now. 
So they're not going to be angry, bro. It's just it's not going to happen. Why should they be angry? I mean, I shouldn't say why should they be angry. Look, the reason that you're making this money is because of what you do on the court. So, yeah, there should be, uh, you know, a fight on the court and you should be going after each other. But if the money's already in your account, if, 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 if what you do on the court, if what you make is not based solely on what you do on the court, you're already getting your money based on what they think you're going to do. Bro, you're not going to get you're not going to get the battles that you used to get. It's just not going to happen. It's not. So. Sorry. You know, those days are gone and they're not coming back. So I get it. But, you know, that, that, that's all the news for today, man. You know, that's what's on my mind. You know, you guys let, let me know what you think. And, uh, you know, leave in the comments, man. If you guys di agree, disagree with anything I said. And, uh, you know, it's going to be the new format. Uh, I, I said I was going to do it before. But, yeah, I, th I think I like this format better. And I'm going to start going go, going with this, going with, uh, you know, do, doing things this way. I mean, it's going through the news, man. See what people are saying, man. And, you know, it's commenting on it, man. So, I thank you guys for listening. That's what's on my mind. You guys let me know what you think. All right, thanks. Bye.